What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. People are strange. strange. Is that strange? Welcome to another episode of Strange Sauna. This one is a steamer for you guys. This one will be a steamy episode, okay? We're going to be talking about those red shoes, the red shoe conspiracy, you know, that red shoe club conspiracy, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, From the bloodstained soles of Egyptian butchers all the way to Dorothy's infamous ruby red slippers in The Wizard of Oz, red shoes have left their footprint throughout history. This involves ancient traditions along with fashion and entertainment. Red shoes have long been a potent form of footwear, cladding the feet of ballerinas, nobles, popes, to pop stars. They've ignited imaginations and even stirred tempers. Oh boy. However, there is a dark conspiracy tied to the red shoes as well. This mystery, it embroils red shoes with witchcraft and conspiracies involving child sacrifice. We're going to dive into it all, folks, so hold on to your butts. So let's look at the history of red shoes and high heels, okay? Because this really does go back all the way to ancient history. In ancient Egypt, people from the lower class usually walked and worked barefoot, while murals from 3500 BC depict the higher class wearing early versions of high-heeled shoes. So the wealthy people would wear the high heels, walking around looking all pretty, saying, You lonely peasant, you wish you could have my beautiful high heels. Uh, Men wore the high heels too, everybody. It It wasn't just the ladies. The shoes made from flexible leather pieces held together with lacings were designed to resemble the symbol Ankh, the ancient Egyptian hieroglyph which represents the concept of life. Both females and males from the upper class wore high-heeled shoes only for ceremonial purposes, though. However, historical records show that butchers, yes, butchers in ancient Egypt wore high-heeled shoes. Can you imagine? You go to the butcher shop and you're like, hey, Bill, uh, yeah, give me a slab of that, you know, rib rack. He's like, okay. Walking around in his high heels. Oh, boy. I don't know if they're like super stiletto-y, but I, you know, I imagine they have some heels on them. So this is saying Egyptian butchers wore high-heeled shoes in order to walk above the blood of the slaughtered animals. So it makes sense. Let's not get your feet all bloody, right? In the Middle East, high heels were also perceived as an object of functionality. 
Persian horse riders. They wore high heel shoes because this helped hold the foot in the stirrups and keep them still when they needed to stand up and shoot their arrows at people. Wow. Okay, I can see that. Also, King Louis the Fourteenth, King Louis the Fourteenth of France, the Sun King. Uh, I say that uh, it's Trump's protege. His whole Trump Tower was loaded up in King Louis kind of attire, gold and all this stuff. King Louis also wore red high-heeled shoes. Now, there was this also like tie-in with the. Uh, when Balenciaga kind of blew up, the red sold shoes of Louis Vuitton. There was a conspiracy that that's why those were red on the bottom as well, because the blood, you know, the blood sacrifice walking on bloody areas and all this stuff. Everyone's real angry over the Balenciaga pedo ads. Wait until they find out about the Louis Vuitton red sole shoes and what they're really made from. And I'm like, okay. But I did find an article that said that the Louis Vuitton inspiration was he looked at a drawing and then colored it with some, uh, you know, lipstick or something. He filled it in on a drawing. and He's like, that looks awesome. So uh, let's look at the Pope. Red papal shoes have traditionally been worn by popes for centuries. The red shoes are symbolic for martyrs' blood. Oh, corresponding to those willing to die for the faith as well as a symbol of Passion of the Christ. The red shoe origins tie back to the Roman Empire. Historically, dyes of certain colors were more difficult to obtain, so their use was limited. This created a symbolic association to the certain societal status. So yeah, I mean, red dye, okay, I guess it's hard to get, so you go, ooh, you got the red dye? Where'd you get that? Oh, you got that? Oh, you lucky son of a, you know. The Romans gave the name mules to a light pair of shoes colored with a red dye derived from the ocean-dwelling fish called the mulet, the mullet, or the mule. The Pope's shoes are flat-soled shoes made of Morocco leather or red cloth for the winter and silk for the summer. Silk shoes? Really? You're going to try to bust that out in the summer? That's going to stink, man. They are fastened with red silk laces ending in golden tassels. Oh, boy. A gold stripe runs around the edges and the cross is embroidered on the front surface because the Pope offers his foot for the faithful to kiss. What? You're going to kiss a foot? You better if you're faithful. Come on now. Kiss my foot. Red shoes seem to have a complicated relationship with womanhood and beauty. Summer Brennan, the author of High Heels. I bet you've all heard of that. I don't even know if it's a magazine or a book. I don't know. States that, quote, red has all sorts of taboo associations with women that we may not always be aware of. In some cultures, red is understandably associated with fire. And so with the devil or sin, you know, we have sinfulness. It's a color that says stop. But it can also stop you in your tracks in a good way. Oh, winky, winky. It's the color of blood and is therefore associated with violence, but also with sexuality, menstruation, fertility, and birth. And in other cultures, such as Indian and China, red is considered a bridal color and a color of good luck. Now, Brennan points out that red has often been connected with royalty and authority. Quote, 
I think if red shoes tell us anything about power, it's about where power comes from and what we think it entails, she adds. It has to do with destruction and creation and who is the center of attention and the freedom to express and pursue desire. Ooh. Creation and destruction, destruction and creation. That's like the rise of the phoenix, you know. Uh, she goes on and says, and of course, it's about resources. Since throughout much of history, the people most likely to wear red shoes were the ones who were rich. Am I right? Because of those hard to find dyes that you could dye these shoes red. So it just makes sense, people, doesn't it? Red shoe symbolism. So I found a couple things that talk about the symbolism of red shoes, what it could mean, you know what I mean, on a deeper level here. Red shoes have been associated with several things across religions and cultures. In the spiritual world, red shoes are a sign of divine leading. Really? The red shoe you wear carries an energy that illuminates your soul. It connects your soul to a higher frequency of light. And this is where the divine leading comes from. Don't know about that. I mean, I'll have to get some red shoes, I guess, right? I don't know. There's this negative connotation now with red shoes. It's, it's really weird. You know, I, I don't own any. And I'm hesitant to buy any now because it's like, what? But, again, they're saying that you kind of have this uh, illuminating energy. You know, it illuminates your soul when you wear these things. Wearing red shoes can be uh, could give you determination. It's a it's a uh, it signifies passion and determination. If you dream of wearing red shoes, it is an indication that you are passionate about accomplishing a task. All of these meanings are attached to wearing red shoes, either in real life or in dreams. Now, uh, it can also mean danger. Okay, now this is uh, it's kind of a wishy-washy kind of a, like, what? So I'm determined, but I'm also in danger? So red shoes can be symbolic of danger. Anytime you see a red shoe on fire, it is called, quote, fire on the mountain symbolism. <laughs> that is, there is negative energy around you, which has made you vulnerable to spiritual attacks. Now, that is a thing, people. I mean... You can definitely either purposefully or from a hex have some of this uh, weird energy around you. And it could make you vulnerable to these spiritual attacks. Now, we're going to get into some of these red shoe uh, in entertainment, like the, the videos and, and movies and whatnot where you see red shoes kind of be uh, come to the forefront. But being vulnerable to these spiritual attacks, it's just it makes me think of the Kate Bush song, which we're going to talk about. The Kate Bush song called Red Shoes. She had a whole album called The Red Shoes, so we'll get there. But first, let's dive into The Wizard of Oz. When Dorothy's house lands on the Wicked Witch of the East, the witch gets smashed. The ruby red shoes are still visible. And all of a sudden, you have the Wicked Witch of the West show up in this poof of smoke. And she's trying to get these red shoes. But then a good witch, Glinda. You all remember Glinda? She magically transports the ruby slippers onto Dorothy's feet and tells her to keep them on as they must be very powerful. Now think about this. This is like witches and red shoes and the red shoes giving people power. There's something there. There's something there with the movie and the entertainment business. 
Um, during the movie, you discover that the ruby slippers protect Dorothy and were her ticket home, right? Because she had to just click her, tap her heels three times and repeat the words, there's no place like home. The author of Wizard of Oz, L. Frank Baum, originally made the slippers uh, silver. So they were originally silver in the in the book. But uh, Baum was also a noted occultist with ties to theosophy, one of many a unification of all religions. So this this is a unification of religion, and they blend them all together. And it was popular in the late 19th century. Uh, that is an episode all by itself, The Wizard of Oz. It, it's crazy the connections you can make with that movie. A side note that those ruby slippers were reportedly stolen from a museum. Now, I didn't really get this because there's supposed to be around five to ten pairs of these slippers made. But there was only one pair that was more valuable than the others, I guess. And so it was put into a museum. Uh, so it was stolen in 2005. The slippers were loaned to the museum in 2005 by a collector named Michael Shaw. The museum suggested to Shaw that they store the slippers in a vault each night. However, Shaw rejected the offer because he didn't want people handling the valuable slippers on a daily basis. And he was sure that the museum's general security would suffice. However, the shoes were stolen from the museum and they were insured up to $1 million. And because of this, because he didn't really do the effort to, you know, get these things locked up and follow the chain of custody and, and you know, protect them as much as you could, people believed that Shaw had organized the robbery in order to cash out the insurance payout. And the insurance company, suspecting a fraudulent claim, sued Shaw, and they took him to court, and they ended up just settling. In 2007, Shaw ended up getting $800,000. So in the end, he got his money. And it was, so everybody's like, I think he did it on purpose, bro. I think he did. Again, I mean, you can look this up. There's about five to ten. No one really knows how many pairs of shoes uh, the ruby red slippers from the Wizard of Oz there are. But for some reason, this one got insured up to $1 million. Very, very strange. Now, let's look at some other stuff here. Okay, I got a little clip for you. The Red Shoes and the Seven Dwarves. Now, this movie is about Snow White who steals a pair of red shoes to transform herself into a princess. Right? So we're talking about the red shoes having power. Witches want them. Hmm. If you put them on, it makes you beautiful. It gives you power. It gives you determination. Hmm. But it gives you danger. Remember, they're dangerous. Meanwhile, a witch's curse turns seven brave princes into dwarves, forcing them to seek out the princess, hoping for a kiss to break that spell. Together, they must face Snow White's wicked stepmother, who will stop at nothing to get her precious shoes back. And along the way, they learn that true beauty lies within. Oh, isn't that what's so true, right? So again, you have a, a witch trying to get these powerful shoes. So let's watch this, everybody, because this is very, very telling. Once upon a time, there lived a princess named Snow White. There she is. But this fairy tale is she about gets the red to get apple. a whole new twist. Huh? My shoes! Get her! Okay, so here you see it, right? She steals the red apple. 
that forbidden knowledge. They turn the red apple turns into red shoes. She slips them on and becomes a beautiful. And then she runs away. She's in danger immediately. As soon as she puts those on, she's in danger. We need to find the most beautifulest woman to kiss us and reverse the curse. All right. What was mm. that? She's a witch. Let's catch her and make her break the spell. Guns where I can see them, witch. Uh-oh. See? <laughs> Having the red shoes on makes you desirable. Could be. Could be. That witch's curse. <sighs> oh, my gosh. What, what happened to me? Oh. I mean, my face and my waist. Um... Is that really what I look like in the mirror? I think I hit her too hard. Your power oh has drained you. I don't have much time, Prince. Find her. Why are they after you? It's my shoes. Yeah. They're magical. Attention. They're magical. You know, you want those shoes. They're powerful. They give you power. They give you determination. They give you good looks. They make you desirable. But you're also in danger the entire time you wear those red shoes. And you're not yourself. You're not yourself. You become someone else. Let's get into the Red Shoe story. This was a cautionary fairy tale where you have the Red Shoes that lead the heroine to rather gruesome ends. This one's really gruesome. That is the case for the Red Shoes. The Red Shoes is a morbid story of a woman named Karen. The very first Karen, okay? And this Karen deserves it. No, I'm just kidding. She covets and subsequently acquires a pair of shiny red leather shoes. When she wears these red shoes to church, she is condemned by an angel to dance herself to death. In desperation, she has her feet amputated. They continue to dance. The feet continue to dance after they're cut off. And they're all disembodied and then they just Go off into the forest somewhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. I have a little clip here that I want to play. This is a guy on TikTok. Let's talk about the red shoes. This version is the scariest one I could find online. It starts off with a woman leaving her unfaithful husband and moving into a new apartment with her daughter. But she found some shoes on a subway and she decided to take them home. These red shoes made her feel something that she's never felt before. Whenever somebody sees the shoes, it causes envy in them. The woman's best friend actually tries to take the shoes from her and ends up dying. The shoes start to cause hysteria, greed, and nightmares. The woman mm. keeps trying to get rid of the shoes because she realizes now that the shoes are cursed. However, the shoes keep coming back, but now they keep coming back to her daughter. She now realizes that the shoes are out to kill her and her daughter. After digging deep and asking all around the town, she finds out the history behind the shoes. Whenever somebody tries to steal the shoes, they die with their feet chopped off. Mm. And this is exactly why you shouldn't mess with anything that doesn't belong to you. It might just be cursed. Oh, isn't that true? That's the truth, baby. How morbid, right? You know, these red shoes. They can give you a desire, lust, and all this stuff. But then when you put them on, uh-oh. You feel like you need to cut your feet off. All right, everybody, that is it for the teaser part of this episode. For the rest of the episode, get onto Patreon. We dive into Kate Bush's The Line, The Cross, The Curve, The Red Shoes video. 
It's a music video that she has, and we talk about how this witch tricks Kate Bush to put on these filthy red shoes, which drive her into a portal to hell. Oh my goodness, don't miss it. The episode also covers connections between Stranger Things. Yes, Stranger Things, Max, Kate Bush, and the red shoes, and more examples of red shoes throughout other movies as well. Uh, Further in the episode, we dive into fake stories driving this Macaulay Culkin skin shoe conspiracy, where they actually said that Macaulay Culkin mentioned that Hollywood executives were making shoes out of skin of trafficked children, but that story turned out to be bunk. I end the show looking at the red shoe imagery of the Podesta art. We look at Tony Podesta. All of these artists that have these red shoes with children's hands tied behind their back. They're in their underwear. They have red shoes on. What the hell is going on? Right? I tie in some some stuff that uh, uh, the infamous 4chan boards, the Q stuff, it ties into this red shoe mysterious filth. We cover Bill Maher. We look at Tony Podesta's living room. We look at several photos. We look at Anderson Cooper and the Vanderbilt pool. We take a deep dive into that. So everybody, get onto Patreon if you are interested in checking out the rest of this episode. I hope to see you on over there. Bye-bye.